Welcome to the Morning by Morning podcast. I'm Olivia. And I'm Bailey. And we're sisters. In-law, but that doesn't matter. Grab your coffee and start the day with us. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Morning by Morning podcast. And we are very excited that you're listening to another episode. And real quick, before we even get started, thank you for the people who have left reviews recently and ratings because I noticed a few new ones. So yes, yay! we always appreciate (laughs) it. And we see you. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about Sabbath. Or as we're asking, do you need a Sabbath? So we'll talk about that in just a minute. But first, we'll share what we're grateful for. Olivia, you can go first. Okay, so my family just went on a vacation. And I think maybe a few podcasts back, we talked about our family um, going yes. together. But then I went with my family, and we had a nice little short vacation, and I had a great time spending time with everybody. So I am very grateful for that. It's so nice to spend time with both sides of the family. Definitely. Yeah, I'm actually going to kind of copy you because um, we also just did a trip. Actually, I got to go on a trip with my mom and my sister, and it was kind of nice because we had planned it out for last summer. And of course, everything got canceled and whatever. So I was just grateful that it actually got to happen. Um, And then second thing, not really related, but I just thought Mm -hmm. of this is at the time we're recording this, we are getting ready to start school again. And I just came home from a little like prayer walk thing that one of the Mm -hmm. teachers put on. And I just thought that was really cool. It was like some of the families and students participated and just kind of prayed over the school year. And I thought that was just a good way to start off. So I'm grateful for that too. So we're going to talk about the Sabbath today. And I want to say what we always say. (laughs) We're not experts. We're not claiming to know everything about the topic, but we kind of wanted to just give a little bit of background and then some personal experience. Um, Should we start just kind of saying like, what we knew about it or like kind of our experience in the past or what no? we do on Sundays. I meant like if, if you like used to think something or like what you were taught about it before, if it's different than now. Oh, interesting. Okay. I don't have anything, but do you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's okay. I didn't like write any of this down. I was just thinking, okay. Um, that different denominations, I guess, have like different emphasis on different things. And I was just thinking, I grew up not really hearing about the Sabbath a lot besides like, you know, in the 10 commandments and to have, you know, Sunday, you either, you know, you go to church or you, you spend time with God in some way. Mm -hmm. And I was just going to say like, that's basically all I really knew about it for most of my life. I would say it like wasn't an intentional thing. Like I would totally go to church and then, you know, have lunch and go home and do whatever I wanted. And a lot of times probably do homework that I put off to the last minute. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) so I don't know. I was just saying like, I didn't really hear a ton about it growing up. It was my main thing. I guess that's true because, you know, I mean, I even just told this to Elijah on Sunday. Um, 
so yesterday for us, cause we record on Mondays, I said, um, it's Sunday. I said, it's a day of rest. We shouldn't do anything. And I think like, <laughs> <laughs> I think like Christians kind of use that as like a joke in some way, like, Kinda, we yeah. shouldn't do anything, but then it doesn't really go any further than that. It's like, it's just an excuse to be lazy sometimes or just, <laughs> <laughs> and it shouldn't be that way. And I don't think it's not like I actually take it that way. But right, right, right. I think sometimes it's only ever gotten that far as to be like, right. it's a day of rest. Ha ha. And then <laughs> that's it. We will do nothing. Right. <laughs> we just have a few verses that are mentioning the Sabbath and it's short and sweet. Like I said, we're not going super, super in depth or anything like that, but just kind of giving a background. So yeah. the first time it's really mentioned is Genesis, the creation story. I feel like maybe this is the one people are the most familiar with maybe besides the right. commandments. I think so. Yeah. So, um, Genesis two, two says by the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. I'm just stopping there. Oh no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Three says, <laughs> then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. Okay, so that's, I feel like people do talk about that one. They're like, you know, God rested, so we need to rest. Um, right. And then the second one is within the Ten Commandments, but it's Exodus 28. And it says, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. And, you know, this is when God is giving his people these laws that kind of set them apart from other people. And I do think, you know, in general, I think Christians, most Christians accept the Ten Commandments as still relevant, but... I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that one. And then the last one that I kind of highlighted that I wanted to read is in the New Testament, actually. Um, and it's in Hebrews 4. Okay. And it starts in verse 8. It says, If Joshua had given them rest, God would not have spoken later about another day. There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works just as God did from his. Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. And I was, and then, sorry, I should read verse 12. (laughs) It says, for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges thoughts and attitudes of the heart. So I just... Again, I know we're like pulling little pieces from chapters and stuff like that, but um, that one to me kind of, in my mind, you can tell me if you're reading this differently, but it's kind of saying like rest, you know, there is coming a Sabbath rest as in like eternity is kind of how I'm hearing that, you know, this is coming. That's why it says, let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest. But I think that can also apply now. So again, I'm reading that as it's referring to in the future eternity, but also I think it can that's, apply now. That's really interesting. And which one are you talking about? I'm sorry. I did the Hebrew, Hebrews, Hebrews right? 4, 8. I went to 12. Yeah, that's really interesting because when we um, when we were discussing which Bible verses and stuff to go over, I didn't really get that, but I totally, I see what you're saying. So I don't know. That's cool. Um, it, I mean, if you even back up earlier in chapter four, it's talking about too, like people entering God's rest, like following God and entering his rest or the people disobeying, not entering his rest. But I just mm-hmm. thought that was interesting as a new Testament reference too to bring it kind of 
full circle. Um, mm-hmm. But so I don't know. There's you can. There's definitely more verses about the Sabbath. There's examples of when Jesus healed on the Sabbath and that caused a whole fiasco. <laughs> um, yeah. But basically, I feel like what people think of is a day of rest, just you know, in general. And Olivia and I were talking about different ways that we've kind of seen people interpret it or how they practice it. Um, mm-hmm. But I will say that I have not been super intentional about it for, I would say, like a good amount of my life, I think. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'd be like, oh, it's Sunday. It's the beginning of the week. We have to catch up on, you know, schoolwork or like once I had jobs on my actual work. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things we wanted to say is it doesn't necessarily have to be Sunday, especially because it didn't start out on Sunday within the Jewish faith, but like as Christians, we celebrate on Sunday. Um, right. But kind of that you should just have a time that's intentional. Right. Because we were talking earlier about how like leadership of the church, like your pastor and um, all the staff who they're technically working on Sunday and they actually take off another day. And so, you know, I guess they I, I don't know. I mean, would that be, I guess, considered their Sabbath or would Sunday still be considered their Sabbath? I heard, um, like, for example, at the church I used to go to, one of the pastors was explaining one time how Monday is their off day or his off day and how, like, he's like, I don't read my emails that day. I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, like, that's his time to kind of step away and because Sunday is work. Like, I'm sure that's still fulfilling to them and they're, you know, still doing God's work, meeting with God, being with God's people. But it's like, I'm sure that is more of, you know, their job and then... Right. Step away from that at some point. If they, That's like, kind of what I was Sabbath. thinking, because it's like I would feel like they would have to then take that time to maybe pour into themselves. And, you know, because on Sunday morning, like especially if you're the pastor, you're taking care of your congregation and stuff like that. Right. So I would assume that they wouldn't handle it like a Saturday. Right. And I just, I mean, I've heard other people, like people have crazy job schedules. So, I mean, right. you just, you have to figure out when works for you. But um, we did want to share kind of a definition of Sabbath. This is from the Bible Project's blog. They also have really cool YouTube videos if you want to check it out, the Bible Project. But um, we will link their blog in our description for this episode. But I really like several parts of this, how they kind of describe it and application. But first off, like if you open this, the first thing you see, it says, what is the Sabbath? And it says a regular rhythmic time of rest is right in the opening of the story of scripture talks about God resting on the seventh day. But I even just like that first part that says a regular rhythmic time of rest. Like you, you know, it's coming, you've planned it, you're choosing to rest instead of, you know, go, 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 or checking things off your list. Now this is very interesting because um, I had heard the word Shabbat as like one of the origins, but this gives two different things. So, Um, If you end up reading the blog, this is under where it says the origins, and it says there are two main Hebrew words used for rest in the Bible. The first is Shabbat, which gets partially translated into the English word Sabbath. This word for rest simply means to stop working. Think of an hourly job where you clock out at the end of a shift. The work is done. There's no more until you clock back in. The other main Hebrew word for rest in the Hebrew scriptures is, and I don't know how to say this, N-U-A-K-H. 
This one means to dwell or to settle. It's not the same as clocking out from an hourly job. It's like sitting in front of a fire with a loved one or unpacking a suitcase to stay at grandma's house for the holidays. (laughs) It's essentially about, and I like this phrase too, being restfully present. So, and then they, their theory that they're saying is like God kind of sets those two concepts up at the same time, stopping your work, but also having that restfully present, that kind of abiding Mm -hmm. dwelling type of rest. And I don't know. I just really liked that idea because it's kind of like bring something intentional into it that you're, you're doing something that kind of fills you back up again. Right. No, this podcast, oh my gosh, I keep saying that. This blog I thought was very interesting and very thought provoking. Um, so, and it's very, it's not very long. It's pretty short. And so, yeah, yeah, if you get time to read it, um, I should have made notes, but Bailey, yeah, pretty much summed up those interesting parts I really like. Well, first of all, I've heard people say all the time, like, if God needed to rest, and again, I don't know if he needed to, but he did. If God, (laughs) I've heard this too. If God rested. Then we need to, like, we are literally created to not be able to continue working all the time. We get tired, we right. sleep, we need to eat, we need whatever. I feel like in some ways that kind of goes with our work-life balance. If you haven't already listened to yeah. that, go listen to that. episodes ago. Um, I wrote down too, and I mean, I have absolutely no theory why, it's, you know, no ways to back this up, but I am always exhausted on Sundays. Like, mm-hmm. even if I'm on... Like a trip, like we were just on trips. It seems like on Sundays, I'm always the most tired. And I have, I mean, I have no way to back this up, but in some ways I'm, all- I'm thinking like, is that God like intentionally making us more tired to be like, just rest, you know, take that break and spend time with me. And I, do you feel more tired on Sundays? I honestly haven't noticed if I do, but really? I think I, yeah, not that I've noticed. I mean, I feel like I always, when I was younger, I'm like, go to church with my family. Like, my parents would drive. So I'm just riding in the car. And, like, sometimes we'd go out to lunch and be driving home. And we had, like, uh-huh. a 25-minute drive. So I feel like I would usually feel tired when I got home. But probably just because I'm, you know, riding in the car and didn't have to pay attention. But I don't right. know if I notice that anymore. I feel like I get more tired just being exhausted from the week at the end of the week. But like you said, if that's something that's constantly like brought to your heart and your mind on Sundays, like that could be God telling you, you know, this is what I want, you know. Right. And I mean, I I don't want to speak for other people, but I feel like I have talked to other people before, too, and they feel like they're more tired. So, yeah, maybe it's just maybe it's a me thing. Maybe it's something that is just, yeah, like you said, what God's always brought to my attention. Um, So this is talking about like, what is the intent? Um, Because it's talking about how Jesus, like I said, it it mentions it in the Bible, how he healed on the Sabbath. Um, But it says, Jesus reminded the people of God's actual intent for the Sabbath, unity with God, creation, and each other that was first found in Eden on page one of the Bible. And then if you go down a little bit, it says, when followers of Jesus observe the Sabbath, we live as if this restoration has already taken place. We take a break from the broken rhythms of hustle and hardship to set aside a time of submission to his rule and enjoyment of his presence, and to extend these things to the world around us. When we observe the Sabbath well, we become little resting places of God's presence. I just like that. I do too. I really like that. I really like how they said it at the end. Now, they used the words, but it says, that I cannot pronounce, but it says <laughs> we have to, how do wait, Shabbat? Is that how I you think said so. 
Okay. Yeah. We have to Shabbat in order to the other word. I'm looking. I have to look it up. I have okay. to look it up. I really liked that. I don't know. It just like really summed it up for me. Like we have to stop what we're doing. We have to like they their example of clocking out so that we can just enjoy God's presence and be with him. Like you have to do that. You have to stop working and laboring to just totally spend time with God. Yeah. Isn't isn't that how you understood that last part? Yeah. And I I do want to say I looked it up and sorry if you Bible experts out there who like studied Hebrew know that I'm wrong, but YouTube just said it's Nuach. (laughs) So Nuach. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We're going to believe YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, it's interesting. We don't want to read it all for you, but it's definitely interesting and thought thought provoking like i said yes. so after yes you and i feel like this, they put it into simple terms yes because i need that i need to be able to understand that like if i read something that's it just sometimes it just goes way over my head and again if you guys haven't heard of bible project they have a lot of really cool youtube videos too i'll have to go check them out so one thing for me like you had said earlier Bailey, that, you know, you really hadn't started to like intentionally take a Sabbath kind of to actually think about it and actively, you know, rest. And I feel like somewhat recently I've kind of been doing this more and um, to a certain extent, because on Sundays it seemed like before COVID and stuff, like we would be hit and miss at church Mm -hmm. and we would either be where my family is and we'd spend the weekend with them. So anyway, it was always just like, okay, whenever we can go to church, like we're going to go to church. And then during that time we were trying to find a church. And then once we finally did find a church, and I think we've talked about this in other podcasts before, um, COVID happened and we're just watching it online. And once we kind of started going back to church and I would say that was like mid summer ish or early summer. I can't remember. I think, no, maybe it was in May. Anyway, um, I had said, okay, on Sundays, we need to make sure that we are actually home. So if we're up with my family, like we can do, we can go, we can spend time Saturday. We've even spent the night on Saturday and woken up early and drove to church on Sunday morning. I'm like, Mm -hmm. we need to make it a point that we're going to this church because we need to make new friends and we just need to make this, you know, a part of our routine. And so I feel like with doing that, um, and I think people would understand more, like, I think you'd get that Bailey since, you know, if you have family that's gone and stuff, it is, it's, it's hard. So I was like, okay, so Sundays are for church and going grocery shopping. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I know technically, you know, whatever, we're still doing stuff, but I feel like it's helped a lot to just then relax and, um, also kind of prepare ourselves for the week and stuff yeah. because when we were doing other things like with our families and stuff like that, it was just like, go, 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 go until Sunday evening. And then you just don't even feel like you've got your head on straight for the you week. You didn't rest. Yeah. Yeah. And so even, I know that's a little bit different, but I think it's made a huge difference just to make a point to make sure that we're at our church and we are, you know, taking that taking Sunday seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I agree that I, you know, didn't really 
emphasize it for the longest time. I feel like maybe college I started hearing cause I went to a Christian college. Um, I started like learning more about it and, you know, hearing different interpretations and stuff like that. But I would say like, um, I've mentioned before I spent a year overseas. That's the first time I like really, really was intentional about like every week on Sunday is a Sabbath. And, um, mm-hmm. to me, and like we said earlier, like different people, some people do like, no, they're like, we're resting. We're not doing work. We're not like you said, grocery shopping. Like I would go shopping on a Sunday, but some people won't go shopping on a Sunday. Right. Um, I've heard some people say, you know, they don't go out to eat on Sundays cause they don't want to make other people work and stuff like that. So I think there's quite a spectrum, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. um, for me, I feel like when it's especially like the school year or when I'm working, when I have things that are, um, more challenging and stuff like that, I pay more attention to that than like, you know, on summer vacation or something. Right. But when I'm intentionally taking a Sabbath to me, that looks like in some way I am spending time with God. And, you know, I think that could look different for different people as well. But, um, beyond that, I don't do things that are for like my job job. So for mm-hmm. me, I don't mind, you know, cleaning the house or something on, a Sunday. Cause I actually enjoy that most of the time, depending on what the right. type of job is. But like, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like kind of tidying up. That makes me feel more relaxed when my space is clean. Um, but I will do things that are outside. I love being outside. I will spend time with people cause that is very life giving to me. So to me, Sabbath means, you know, you're getting with God, you're spending time in his presence and you're doing things that fill you back up because yes the things we do day to day can sometimes just drain us and drain us. So like to me, if it's something that will drain me, that's not Sabbath. I don't want to do that on the Sabbath, but it's something, if it's something that's life giving, I feel like I can. And yeah, one more thing real quick that I learned, and this is not just about Sabbath, but in general about like choosing to spend time with God is I've had times in life where I'm just so busy that I'm like, I can't, like I can't sit down and read my Bible for you know, however many minutes, or I feel like I can't like journal out my prayer, you know, and I've learned, like I said, I really did this intentionally when I spent a year overseas and that was the busiest my schedule has ever been. Like Mm -hmm. not, there's no comparison. Any other season in my life, I was not that busy. And I was with, you know, a group of people and we made that very intentional to have a Sabbath. So I was like, first of all, if I can do it, then I can do it other times, like when I'm teaching, you know, we don't have kids yet, but like if I'm a mom and I'm busy, like if I could do it, then I need to make it a priority to step back from the things that drain me. And then, um, the other thing I learned is I've had times where, for example, I've said before I'm a teacher, um, I might not even feel ready for the week coming up, or I might be like, I need to still do something for a lesson tomorrow. Like I'm like, I, I have to work is how I feel inside. Mm -hmm. But there have been times that I've chosen, like, I'm going to pray over it. I'm going to trust God with it. And I choose to spend time with him. And then it always gets done. Like, I've even had times where I'm like, I have no ideas for this thing I need to teach. And then I'll pray about it. And then God gives me an idea. Or like times where I've chosen to spend time with him. And I'm like, wow, that was really great. I feel like I had enough time to read my Bible or to pray. And I look at the clock and it seems like time has slowed down because he just provides for us in that way. So I just want to say that as an encouragement, like if you're like, Ooh, I don't have time for that. Or I don't think I can take a whole day or whatever. Like I would Mm -hmm. say just start by setting aside intentional time to spend time with God, to grow in him, to just rest in his presence, his provision. And I would say like church or like 
you know, being with people that encourage you is also a good thing if you're, you know, taking a Sabbath to be in Christian community, you know? Right. And, you know, one thing that I kind of learned, too, is, and this was more when I was a little bit younger, you know, we weren't married yet, and I was heavily involved in the church because we had been there for several years. Yeah. Um, And me and my sister, we would go and we would watch children at 8 a.m., uh, for the worship uh, band to like practice in the morning. So we would do that every Sunday. We would go at 8 a.m. and we do that for like an hour before Sunday school. And then sometimes I would be asked if I could watch kids during Sunday school. And so I would watch kids during Sunday school. And then I also signed up to do like uh, I can't remember what they called it, but basically during the service, I also would watch kids. Oh and <laughs> sometimes I found myself where I was from eight in the morning until 1230. I was just watching kids the whole time at church. And then I would turn around and then sometimes that evening I would watch kids for mm-hmm. parents to be doing their small groups. And It wasn't always like that, but there was a time where it just never stopped. Yeah. And I realized that that wasn't good, that I was not being poured into. I didn't have time to, you know, even go to Sunday school or, uh, you know, go to the service even. Like, I just was watching kids. And I think there's... You know, it's good to serve, but I think that there needs to be like that balance so that you can pour into other people, but that you have the opportunity to, you know, have other people pour into you. If that's, you know, going to a small group or, and that doesn't even have to be on Sunday. This particular church just had them on Sundays and, um, you know, Sunday school, you know, just trying to sit in through the service. So anyway, I definitely learned that, that I needed to, um, kind of slow that down. And so right before we got married, I mean, there was multiple reasons why I was kind of backing out of things because we were about to get married, obviously, and I was about to leave. But some of it was that it was just, it was too, it was too much. And I was, I was drained. And like you were saying, like, that's not, that's not good. And so I realized I needed to, yeah, do stuff that was also going to fill me up as well. I just have one last little quote from the blog to end it off. Okay. Unless you, did you have anything else to add? Nope, that's good. Okay. this is It's more of a phrase than a quote, but I really liked they called like doing an intentional Sabbath, practicing for eternity, and just kind of emphasizing like the purpose of it rather than being too legalistic. Like, am I doing it right? Whatever. They were like, just you're practicing for eternity. And I just like that phrase because, um, you know, obviously we don't know what eternity is like, but <laughs> I imagine right. that it's, you know, something where you do just feel close to God, close to other people and just like all is well. And so I just like that term of practicing, like even if you're stressed, even if you're busy, even if there's crazy things happening, you take a certain amount of time to, you know, just settle and rest. If you want to check out the blog, it's in our description. Go over to Instagram too and let us know if you need a Sabbath, if that's something that God's been working on your heart about, if you've been doing that, like what changed. Let us know how you practice for eternity. Love it. Thanks for listening. We hope you had a good morning. Make sure to find something to be grateful for today.